white and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Echoes of Glory. I'm Jack and today I'm joined by former Spurs defender, Mr David Kerslake. Hi Jack, pleased to be here. Really, really happy to have you on today, mate. It's fantastic to get to speak to you. Um, so I was having a look at your playing career to start with because I thought that would be a nice place to start. And You've played for some, some pretty big clubs in your career. Um, likes of QPR, Swindon, Leeds, obviously the mighty Spurs. Um, I thought maybe we'd just talk through it and you can maybe just give us an insight of what it's like to be a pro, what the difference was between the clubs, all of that kind of stuff. So, it all started in 1984 at QPR. Yes. Yep. Um, what was that like, like, coming through the ranks at QPR? Uh, how, how did that happen? I was fortunate enough at, at the time I was an uh, England schoolboy captain, so I had a, had a choice of, um, sort of more or less any of the clubs in, in the country. Um, I was I was trained at Tottenham for a considerable time yeah. at thirteen. Um, went over to QPR, ran about I think it was fourteen, fifteen. Really enjoyed it there. I tried every other club. They, they were the two clubs that I knew I was going to de- decide between. Yeah. At the time, Terry Venables was the uh, Queens Park Rangers manager. Um, he took a, a even though I was a, a, a young a young boy, he took a real keen interest and. Um, he, he he convinced me to sign for Queens Park Rangers. Said Amazing. there'd be a, said there'd be a path uh, through through first team very quickly for me. Um, my dad, um, who was very knowledgeable at football, uh, it was a big influence on me. He felt the same way, so I ended up signing for Queens Park Rangers. Um, had a, had a few good years there. Um, should have probably done better than better than what I did. Mm. Uh, I ran I think it was seventeen or eighteen. I had glandular fever, which really struck oh, me down. Yeah. So at the, at the time. I think there was only about four or five games that I could stay fit without going injured. So I think that you know that really uh, stopped stopped me kicking on yeah. as a young kid. But I remember you know, fant- you know my debut scoring um, from outside the box yeah. gets hole. So had uh, had great memories of. Yeah, that's amazing. And did you know then as a, as a kid you always knew that you had a real chance of becoming a pro? Like you were captain England schoolboy. So it was always something that you were like. This is what I this is what I want to do. Yeah, it's sort of it's like every 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 child that starts playing football. If you if you keep progressing and keep getting better, um, then you, you start start to dream a little. Yeah, uh, I suppose that my age group, under fifteen, when I was, I was cap, captain captain my country, I knew that I was I was sort of very least an okay player, yeah. and <laughs> I was I was showing interest from uh, most football clubs. So my my brother Michael was a, a professional. Mm. Uh, my brother John played at a high level uh, non-league so I, I had an idea of what I wanted to do yeah. and it, it just really progressed there it's just, you know you, you get picked for your school team you get picked for your district team then it was it was London then it was England school boys troll so yeah. it just it just pro- it naturally progressed that's amazing and then from QPR you moved to Swindon Town um, what was that like what was the, the decision behind making the move to Swindon uh, well Trevor Francis had come in at, um, at Queen's Park Rangers I wasn't really getting a look what a lot of people don't know, Ozzy, uh, Ozzy Ardiles finished his career at, uh, Queens, at Queens Park Rangers. Mm. He came in and uh, for some reason he, he took me under his wing. He was, mm. I think Ozzy was about 36 at the time and he, he, was, he, he, was, he was in and out first team, but we, we played in the reserves together and um, as I said, he, he just took a liking to me, yeah. told me I, I should be doing a lot more than what I 
that I had done. He, he felt that I had fantastic potential. Yeah. And so we sort of pick up, we sort of became friends. Yeah. Uh, that must have been amazing as a young player as well for someone like that to just incredible, come in. Incredible. I remember we, we played a reserve team game at Wimbledon and uh, I was in, I was, I, I was uh, I think it was about 20, 20, 21 at the time. Yeah. And Ozzy came round uh, to pick me up to take me to the reserve game and mm. he's, he's bid that's that amazing. He, he bid that side the house and I looked down and I, I said my wife look I said can you believe that I said Ozzy yeah. Ozzy Ardiz is picking me up here incredible and you know we, we, we drove to Wimbledon and he took me back and I, I don't know I, I suppose he, he saw that he thought I, I, I should be doing better yeah. and he gave me all, all, all the help he could he took the he took the uh, Swindon job and phoned me and said would, would, would I would I go of course, it, it, it was a it was a step down, but it, one step back to go too forward. Yeah. It was Ozzy Ardiles. Uh, if he had said yes, it was like say no. I, I went there and and we uh, we had we had a fantastic time. That's man. What was he like to work under at Swindon? Was he everything that you thought he'd be? Was it was it different? It was. If you if you thought that when it was at Tottenham, it was open and and uh, you know forward play, but yeah. at Swindon it was even more. He, he, is all them years ago. I don't know uh, too many people who, who played diamond twenty five years ago. Yeah. Um, he he had a he had a holding midfield player then. He wanted his fullbacks to bump forward. Mm. Um, Almost yeah. before his time. Yeah, without shadow of a doubt. Without shadow of that, he he was a, he was ahead of his time. Um, it's the the modern day game now. It's yeah. relatively really what Aussie was trying to achieve then. Yeah. So we, uh, but we we got promote we got promoted um, at Wembley again. That's another game. You know, really. They had, a, they had a good opening, I think it was six, six seven, eight minutes, Sunderland, mm-hmm. who were a good team at the time, but then from then on we, we dominated possession That's and we should, we should have won 5 6 nil. Yeah. Um, one nil got promoted and unfortunately because of uh, uh, there was you know the old chairman and tax reasons, we, yeah. we were unfortunately put back two divisions and up one. So Yeah. And that must have been a, a surreal thing to experience as well as a player because that's not something that most people would go through to have the highs of we've done it, we're going up. Well, then... as, as, as players, we, we, had, we had done nothing wrong. Yeah. Because it, so we, we you know, felt really penalised that you, you work as hard as we did to get into the top, into the top league. And it was, uh, it was taken away from us. Yeah. And then after Swindon Town, Leeds United mm-hmm. to 1993. Obviously, Leeds are a massive club. What was what was that like? Was there a big contrast from going from Swindon to Leeds? Yeah, of course it was. It was, it was enormous. Um, the day that uh, I, I signed, Howard Wilson took me out, and when I when I signed, they they were actually champions at the time. Yeah, they'd won it uh, the league the the year before. So I, I joined in, uh, I, th- I think just before uh, the end of, end of March, end in the deadline, and uh, he he took me outside on the pitch, and they'd just built the new stand. Yeah, and he asked me what. What the county ground at Swindon held? Yeah, and I said it's about sixteen thousand. He said, "Well, that, I was eighteen thousand just that one stand." Yeah, there. and I thought to myself, "Well, you know, this is a uh, this is certainly um, yeah, that's mad." It was a it, it was obviously a one city club, really passionate. The the supporters were were tremendous, but unfortunately, um, I only managed around about I think it was eight or nine games played at Anfield mm. on a, on a Tuesday night and ruptured my calf. Yeah, so uh, I had to come off. And uh, that was really the last time I played. I, I couldn't mm. get fit during pre-season. Um, went away on holiday. I tried running and pulled my car, pulled my calf again. I had reporting injured um, at, at Leeds. Yeah. Uh, they went on tour to Ireland, I think it was, mm. and they didn't have a right back. So they played Gary Kelly, who was 
centre forward come a right winger the only right back who could fill in there they, yeah. they asked Gary to slot in there for the time being until I guess I either got a replacement or I was fit yeah but Gary was uh, he, he he was outstanding yeah. and you know for, for Gary the rest is history you know he, yeah. he, what he went on to achieve oh that's bad and then after that that was when the Marty Spurs uh, era started so that was from 93 to 97 what, what, what was that like when you moved down to Spurs was there anything that that made you think that Spurs was the right club to go for or was it just a timing thing like, what was the decision behind that well one being a yeah, it's my club I'm a, yeah. I'm a top supporter uh, the, uh, I, as I said before I was there as a as a, a young boy mm. you know 13 training right the way through to 15 um, it was a touch and go where I signed for them or Queen's Park Rangers um, it was always the, the club that I wanted to play for yeah. it was uh, my hero the, the person that I looked up to more than anybody was Ozzy he, yeah. he was in charge he phoned me and said that uh, you know you know, would I be interested in joining? I said, "Listen, are you joking?" And, yeah. and uh, it, it it took a little while. It was a two or three weeks, and I was just hanging by the phone, hanging by the phone. And then um, my wife was out actually, and uh, Aussie phoned and said, "Look, we've done the deal with Leeds." I got a phone call from Howard said, "They've done the deal with Tottenham," and could I go in and talk tomorrow? Yeah. So first thing I did was uh, it was it was warm and it was. Uh, it was cooked, it was awful, but it was a bottle of champagne. Yeah. And I, and I, opened it, I had a sip of it, me and my wife said, We're going home, and I'm, I'm gonna. That I'm must have been an amazing, especially after the year you described at Leeds, which was obviously quite frustrating for you, to then have that chance and, like you say, be your club. That, that must have been incredible. Yeah, it, it's, it, it really is. I mean, it's, every, you know, it's coined quite regularly, but a dream come true, but it, it really was. Yeah. Uh, to, you know, particularly for your first, your first game, putting. Putting your shirt on, going yeah. out by Art Lane, it was uh, it, it was very special, very very special. And I imagine, obviously, in that time you spent, I suppose you would have played with some some great players. Are there any that that come to mind, sort of, when I say who's the best player at Spurs that you played with? Is there any that, that pop in straight away? Yeah, the t- two best players were, would be Teddy and and Jurgen. Yeah. They were uh, exceptional. I knew I've I've been playing football with Teddy since uh, the age of eight. Uh, yeah. On different sides, he was a I was like Semer, he was he was at Beaumont and. He, We've, we've gone through a little bit what I said with a district team yeah. and, and uh, England schoolboys, England youth. So I knew Teddy really well. Um, and he always had it, did he, from when he was a youngster? He was he was always a top player. Yeah. Um, and I think Teddy would tell you the, the story that he, he, he didn't realise how good he was. It was George Graham at Millwall who really drove, uh, mm. who drove Teddy on and demanded from him. But of course he was, a, he was an exceptional footballer. Um, brilliant at finding space. He, 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 could do everything and yeah. apart from sprint yeah, if, yeah. if he could sprint my god you, you have Ronaldo yeah. so. oh, that's amazing so, and what are some of like, your best memories like match wise playing for Spurs obviously your debut would be one yeah my debut uh, there was, unfortunately I wasn't in a successful uh, top, Tottenham team mm. I mean that would just been you know would, would have been everything to have achieved yeah. something at Tottenham injuries and uh, you know Jerry came I didn't I, I didn't really get a look in with Jerry but yeah um, but certainly, one of the most uh, enjoyable and what everybody, a lot of people talk about, is that Sheffield Wednesday game when, uh, you know, we decided on on the bus that you know if Jurgen Jurgen scored, we run over and we yeah. were all done a dive. And it's I remember the, the the Sunday morning watching watching my boy play over at Buckhurst still. Yeah. And uh, every time someone scored on whatever, but it was about twelve different pitches. Everybody ran and done that dive, and it was amazing. Uh, yeah. So it was a, uh, but. Uh, yeah, you know, we had we had some bad results, but I look back now and you know I wish I would have 
grabbed it, you know, better than I better than I did. But yeah. circumstances and, and one thing and another, it it didn't it didn't work out. But it's uh, you know, I I I love the club. Yeah. So I had some great questions actually sent in for people that were aware we were doing this interview, and one of them was, if you were starting out as a plan now, what would you do differently? If you would do anything differently, what would that be? Um. I th- I th- I th- we we were aware of uh, we were aware of diets and yeah. the right foods to eat. It's a little bit of a myth that it's only been in recently. Yeah, we we were aware of that. But the what the what the players their 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 training regime that they do now it's uh, it's imperative that they're that they're as, as big and solid and as strong as, yeah. as possible. So gym work is is uh, is is a must. I think you know, probably the players now, whether they do it because of uh, it's making them a better player or because the way players are now they're, yeah. they, they're a little bit chocolate and they, yeah. they, they like looking good but certainly gym work um, they, they, you know, all players really will tell you that they, they you know, could have worked harder that, yeah. that's, certainly, that's certainly something I would have done yeah and I guess as well you're talking now about gym work and stuff like that do you think that the teams that you played in would have benefited much from having access to all the modern facilities because we look at the Tottenham training ground now it's one of the best training grounds in the world mm. obviously that's fairly new do you think that if you and the teams you played in had have had that stuff on hand it yeah. would have been easier well, for you? Definitely, definitely would have been, it would have been better with the facilities even even now I've, I've been at uh, the last couple of clubs I've been at Gillingham and, and Northampton mm. as uh, assistant manager you know places like uh, uh, Tottenham and Manchester United Manchester City Arsenal you, on a Sunday, they they more a lot of them players are in seven days a week. But yeah. They come in on a Sunday. It's like a spa day for them. You know, yeah. there's masseurs everywhere, and you know they can get themselves in the gym. They have the jacuzzi, they have the pool. Well, unfortunately, at the lower leagues, you don't have that. Yeah. So if you have the players in on a Sunday, it's you're telling them, well, in an hour off time, you might get a massage. So, yeah. of course, the facilities now are, are, are a great help, along with the sports science and the psychology behind everything. Yeah. And then just going back to your playing career, so you, you stayed with Spurs for a few years and you moved back to Swindon Town, which was on a loan. Um, was that just sort of a decision that you weren't getting enough game time so you felt you needed to move? Or? Yeah, I needed to get going again. Yeah. Um, I had a, sort of, obviously had a good time the, the first time I was back there. But I'd, I'd, I'd had a couple of, at the end of my uh, Tottenham career, I'd had a bad knee operation, kept mm. me up six months. And uh, I'd never, I would, you know, with that, I played for. I only played till I was about thirty-two, but yeah. I, I still never. I was never ever the player that I was. I mm. couldn't. I actually couldn't even backpedal. If I, if I was to run really? backpedal, my, my right knee would give way. So anyone hitting me on a diagonal, on the yeah. leg, I was. I was in. I was in a lot of trouble. So did you uh, have to adapt your game after that then? Because you were conscious of that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely had to. Uh, I had to put my body in a position where I, I on the half turn, I, I could turn and run as opposed to if if I. A normal, uh, a normal position you take up is you, you, you're you're reading the ball that's coming. You need to step back three or four paces to go and attack it. Yeah. Well, I, I actually couldn't do that. I had to sort yeah. of spin and almost do a three sixty on it. So that must have been difficult. Yeah, and, and also you look, you, you, you know, the pace. You know, wasn't wasn't as quick as I was. And yeah, so it was a. Uh, it it was downhill from there. Really. Yeah, and then there was also a, a loan spell at Charlton as well. Um, followed by a spell at Ipswich, Wickham, and then back to Swindon as well. So there's three spells actually yeah. Yeah, in in your career at Swindon. Yeah, I did. Uh, went went to Ipswich. Um, I didn't. I didn't. Wasn't. Wasn't. I only was involved in Charlton for a week. Actually, it was there. Yeah. Just uh, Alan Kirby wanted to sign me, but I decided against it. Went to Ipswich instead. Um, again, because of I, I'd never really recovered from my, my knee operation. Yeah. Um, 
I was never the player I was. Uh, I sort of, I, I was I, in a, in and out at a switch. And then John Gregory, who I played, going back to QPR, he, mm. he was he was manager of Wickham. He said, "Come and get your fitness with us." Yeah. Uh, done a little bit of rehab there. Played for John at, at Wickham, and then ended uh, back at Swindon. Um, which, again, if if I if I look back. Uh, the last, it really last three or four years wasn't yeah. wasn't wasn't great. I was injured, constantly injured and trying to get myself right. Mm. In the end, I, I because of the overcompensating on on my uh, my right knee, my mm. Achilles um, ruptured, and it was time to say uh, yeah. Get, and did you yeah. know sort of that those later parts of your career that you wanted to move into coaching and management? Was that was that a conscious decision or did it just, no. just sort of happen? No, it just happened. Um, I was. Uh, Tottenham contacted me, Tottenham Oxford, mm. and it was John Monker senior. Obviously, I was good yeah. friends with young John. We had come through the same system yeah. as, as young John, and um, his, his father was a youth development officer. And he said, "Look, would you be interested in coming in and having a look at the the academy side and mm. the coaching?" I said, "Of course." Went there, and uh, I said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give it a go." Anyway, the first. I remember the first night I was going to be taking the under twelve. Was in the ball, the old ball court at White Hart Lane, and uh, Robbie Stepney, who had uh, done many, many years uh, servant as a, as a coach at Tottenham, he said that he'll, he'll take my group for a warm up and then introduce me, and then I can take over. Yeah. Well, Robbie took this warm up, and I thought, well, how the hell am I ever going to get anywhere <laughs> near this guy? He's his enthusiasm yeah. and what he did, it frightened the life. I, I actually wanted to leave the ball yeah. there and then. I thought, well, this is this is for me. Took the session, session went okay. And from then on, I, that's what I, I wanted to do. Yeah. Loved it. I worked under 12s, uh, then I think it was two years under 15 and two years under 16s oh, that's at, uh, at the academy. Uh, learned a lot. I was really fortunate that uh, in the time... I was at the academy, George Graham, who was my ex-youth team manager at Queen's Park Rangers. Mm. He was manager, so I had access to the training ground. Yeah. I could watch George work whenever I wanted. And then Glenn, he came, mm. who was my manager at Swindon. Again, I could you know, easily phone Glenn, is it okay, come down and watch training with yeah. you, which he, he, he always said yes. So um, I was really lucky in that point of view that I, I could watch certainly two different styles in George and Glenn. Yeah. And Colin Calderwood was reserve team manager who who I'd played at Tottenham and at Swindon with. He then he then got the job at Northampton. Yeah. Uh, as manager, and he asked me to go as assistant. So that's how I started in uh, with uh, with senior. That's amazing. And what what was going like as well? Because always hear stories of him when he was a manager and he's out on the coaching and putting a session on the training pitch and that he could still do stuff which some players would look at and mm. just were not able to recap. Was, was he as good as all of the stories and that? Yes, yeah, absolutely he was. Um, he was. He was very much... Uh, he, at the time, he, he, he came in and he, he played sweeper. Mm. So you're giving Glenn, someone like Glenn, time yeah. on the ball to spray it around. I, I was right wing back. We had a uh, local Paul Bowling, Welsh International, uh, left wing back. And Glenn used to get the ball, and the pair of us used to just sprint yeah. as fast as we can. And you didn't know it was coming to his body shape. You could hit the outside of his right, outside of his left. You just went, and he found you. So uh, he he was uh, he was truly a, a, a brilliant player. He was a great tactician. Mm. Uh, he worked really hard, at really uh, worked really hard on the on the on the coaching field. I mean, it was quite a shock actually because he. You know, sometimes we'd be out there two and a, you know two and a half hours, which yeah. is you know is is a long time. Yeah. 
but uh, it, tactically he was he was first class. I you know where he went on to manage big sides and, and the national team. Yeah, and it again I always hear stories like oh, Glenn Hoddle, and it's almost like he's another one of the managers that was a little bit before his time because the plan of sweeper then everybody plays that now, doesn't they? That three at the back formations. So it's just it's just funny hearing him mm. and Ozzy yeah. both managers that were playing yeah. formations that yeah. twenty five years before. And I, I think Glenn probably played it just to get yourself in the team and he yeah. didn't have to, he didn't have to run around so. Uh, but of course, you sensational. Talent. Yeah, and what what are your plans for the future? So I'm currently sat here. So I've I've had the pleasure of sharing a, a picture of you actually on a, a Saturday morning at Colbert Royals, which is a, a local club in uh, in Chigwell. So we're doing some coaching down here. But what, do you have aims to sort of go back into the professional game? Yeah, re, uh, as uh, right now, um, I, I'm, I'm sort of I've, I'm not in the game. I've I've been in the game now for around uh, about. I think it's about 14, 15 mm. years at, at, at professional level coaching senior first team football. Uh, I've always enjoyed coaching uh, kids yeah. at academy level. I've done everything from uh, I've, I've coached 30 children in a, in a playground in Haringey mm. for the community at Tottenham. Uh, I've also coached premiership players when I was at Cardiff. Yeah. So just it's coaching is my love. Of course, I want to get back in. Uh, Justin and I, we 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 got relieved of our duties around about three or four weeks ago with Northampton. Mm. Justin's the same with me. We want to get straight back in. Yeah. First opportunity, we'll 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 dive in and and go again. And you know who knows? It's it's where it's. I, I worked around about ten ten years hard work trying to get in the prem. Mm. Did it with Cardiff, and it was it was, you know, it, absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Uh, experience, unfortunately, um, reasons that you know with what, what happened with uh, my boss Malcolm Mackay and 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 the owner at Cardiff, mm. it, it came to a, uh, a crushing blow. But it was uh, it's where I wanna it's where I wanna be yeah. again. So for the time being, just getting getting up, showered, getting kit on, and going coaching is uh, yeah, that, that's 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 fine for me at the minute. That's fantastic. And that I'd like to just touch on the colours. And obviously, we can't go into the in depth of what didn't didn't happen. But they must be strange to be a, a coach somewhere and the manager goes but that must be a bit of a, a, a strange thing yeah it's uh, but all uh, assistant managers and first team coaches are, they're, they're, that's it's going to happen you take yeah. a job you know you're going to get you, you, you're probably going to get the sack at some point no matter how successful yeah. you are as we've seen in the past um, what happened at Cardiff was what was you know obviously it was probably different to what's happened to me before mm. Uh, press was uh, it, it was enormous the, the pressure that everybody was under Melky uh, Melky um, M- left and I had a f- phone call from the owner uh, asked me to take the team he, mm. he said he knew that you know, I was Melky's man but he, ex- he ex- expected me to be professional which yeah. of course I would be <laughs> so I took the took the team for um, first game was live live on telly against Sunderland mm. uh, we were we actually were 2 new up and I think they they come back in injury time, scored mm. two goals, uh, and then had to take a team, had to take the team to the Emirates, which was uh, the enemy. As yes, well, yeah, yes. So, uh, but at the time, things weren't things were up in the air at Cardiff, and yeah. I think myself was you know don't really want to do any and on a personal level don't want to do it at the Emirates, so we we went there and uh, I think we were nil nil with about a minute to go and. They they scored eight and nine mm-hmm. and ninety two minutes so we, we did well but that that was an ex, you know that was a, a fantastic experience for me yeah uh, to to look along you know look along the side there's sixty five thousand people in the in the yeah. stadium Arsene Wenger up you know within thirty yards of me yeah. and, and I'm taking I'm taking the team so that that was a great experience but 
I knew that Oli was, you know, Oli Gunnar, yeah. Solskjaer was coming in. It was only going to be for a, uh, you know, a, a few days. But yeah. I'd, I'd done it. I set the team as as professional as I, I possibly yeah. could, and we shook, shook hands with Cardiff and left. That's fantastic. And when you had that game against Arsenal, did you get to speak to Arsene Wenger much? Because I know sometimes managers after the game, yeah, you did. Have a chat. Yeah, yes, I did. I had a about tw- you know, we actually shared a couple of glasses of red wine with yeah. him uh, on, on on my own. Neil Banfield, who is the uh, first team coach at Arsenal, he's a friend of mine, and mm. uh, so I was talking to Neil and uh, after the game, and Neil come out, uh, Neil got a call, then come over and said to me, the the, the gaffer wants a word with you, so. Mm. We went over in the corner, he opened a bottle of wine and had about 20 minutes. He was very, very complimentary to uh, the Cardiff team at, yeah. at, at the time. We, we, we chatted football and I think Man United were on telly and he, he, was, he was half studying that as well as talking to me. So, But it was, uh, it, it, of course, great experience. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, so I, know, I know he's the enemy and all that, but obviously that's yeah, a manager yeah. that's been at the top for... Yeah. Decades, like, yeah. that's that's incredible. I'd experience. love to have been talking to him and uh, you know and, and done him three or four. Yeah, but unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't. But we uh, the the team handled themselves and handled themselves well. Well, we were we were unlucky not to come away with the draw. Yeah, and lastly, I just w- would like to find out as a player, like, what was White Hart Lane like? Because I, I I went I've been going there well not anymore, but I've been going there since I was a young boy and. It was an amazing place. I've been to big games, and the atmosphere there has been as good as what I've seen. What yeah. was that like as a player? Yeah, it's 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 fantastic. As I said to you before, I alluded to you know, the first time I went out and uh, just on the pitch with Ozzy, and, and I'm thinking I've, I've I've dreamed of this. Yeah, you know, but before I'd, I'd played there in, in back in the day in a combat football combination with the reserves. Mm. We've gone out there, and I thought oh, one day I have to play for this yeah. club. I have to play for this club. It was a uh, it, it it was something something special. Uh, now I've gone back there and I'm I'm watching this new stadium being built as well. Yeah, uh, I, I've I've got a feeling this 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 new ground will be the the, the making of the managers obviously uh, absolutely first class. And yeah. we, we met Justin and I met him uh, when we we brought the Gillingham team down here, and oh, he he was a uh, he was nothing but a first class gent. It was exceptional the way he, he the way he greeted Justin and I. Um, he took Justin for a little tour around the ground and yeah. showed him the you know the plans of the new stadium. Uh, first class gen, first class coach, and I think with the new stadium, it's you know, sky's at the limit for, for yeah. Time. yeah, I think some of the players as well in that current team, like especially the attacking players, they they must like, there must be a few players in the current side that you sort of wish you'd had a chance to play with as well. Oh, all of them. They're, yeah, they're, they're all they're all top draw, but the, you you've got to say that. The, yeah, you you man up top at the minute is uh is he he could go on and be. You know, he's, he's. I would say if uh, if 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 there was unlimited budget for anybody, he probably comes in the top five yeah. players around in the world at the minute. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's putting him alongside. Yeah, because of his age, you got Ronaldo, Messi, and Neymar. And, but if you're looking for someone, you're going to spend, I don't know, 150 plus million. But you got a feeling you're going to get a return for it. He's, he's, it's guaranteed he's, goals, isn't it? Easy man. Yeah, it's, un, it's unbelievable. Um, well, look, thank you so much for talking to us. Like that, that's amazing insight into your career, what it was like at Spurs, what the coaching world and all of that is like. Um, so thanks so much for your time. No, you're thanks to Colbert Rawls as well for uh, for letting us use some of their space up. If you are in the Chigwe area and you play or you've got kids that play, check us out online because there's an amazing facility up here. Oh, Ama- yes. Amazing coaches as well. Well, that's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you look around and you know the, the amount of children that, uh, that are up here uh, and the, the amount of staff and the, the, the standard of the, of the coaching is, is, is top draw. So 
come along uh, you, you'll, you'll learn most, mostly uh, you, you'll enjoy yourself yep definitely fantastic and remember whatever happens the future's bright the future's lily white come on you spurs Aussie's knees have gone all trembly and the Tim requires assembly. Danny Montlower, local boy Ledley King, Greavesy scoring everything. Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle, Lee Youngkyo. Casey Keller, USA, Woodgate is not fit to play. Tramatini, Kudachini, Freddie Canute, Gary Mavitt in Chilin, Sergi Rebra for the win. Run for me, Nick on me, 4 3 Stout Terry. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Even when I'm feeling grey, despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hart Lane. Linica playing fair Modric here, there, everywhere Pat Jennings, luscious hair Super Vertonghen Amiyachenko number nine Nine from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Daniel Levy's transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels Legend Steve Perryman, MBE Hugo Loris, clean sheet Stephen Dalmatty I'm playing out White Hart Lane Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won In 1961 Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and we all knew His passport said to Spain Berbatov, turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley We lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's got me raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway Carol fumbling the same Clattenburg Waterberg doesn't give the goal Abizela's work of art Tricky Rafa van der Vaart He's got no head but we don't care Martin Martin Young Lily White's from White Hart Lane Reto Ziegler sounded just like Ziga Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy into Equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel acts Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, Don't Come Back And Asimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardlister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Sakura and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad the Steagle was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar David, Dreadlocks, Palacios, Stripey Socks, Everson Hattrick, Dave Mackay picking fights, European Glory Knights, Terry Dyson go on my son, Cliff Jones on the wing. Dean Richards, John White, Legendary Lily White, How dare I ask for Two dare is to do. 
Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Alan Gilsey, Watson White on lane. Kazuyuki Soda, Bentley's free kick over, we treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your arse. Austin Liam Walker's page to go, that's Poirier, free kick Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife. Edrington loved the bookies, Andy Reid loved the cookies. Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game. Heroes in blue and white. When I feel depressed, in got Janola undressed Point won't give up the fight Wolfhawks never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot, AVB's deep spot David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call, Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall, Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision, Howard Webb's bad decision. Raman Vega playing Sega, Sandra's Kung Fu kick. Eric Torsten looking swell. Espen Barson, Leonard and Smith and Shivers bound to score. Give me more and more and more. Heroes in white and blue. We love to win style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim playing high. Then our football story will echo with glory. Lily White and White are made. If the budget allows, the anchor will be ours. Thanks, Dave Henson, 44. If he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer. Heroes in white and blue. This one's for Billy Nick, it's the ball did the trick. He showed the world what's for us to do. The leading cup we won in 1961. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Even when I'm feeling grey, despite the tears and pain, I get to white hot lane. Heroes in white and blue. We like to win in style, we've done it for a while. It's better to aim playing high, then our football story will 